Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laksana. I'm Peter Turepko. And, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Ah, welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are once more game to love and we've had a week so far of great tennis uh of the men's variety and the women's variety how are you doing jd yeah very well mate been so busy so much tennis on um it's a bit confusing really what to watch i feel i feel like today there was over 80 matches yeah you had some of the australian open qualifying you had the antela open abu dhabi for the women's um, and then obviously Delray Beach was a bit later on. So you have like a little break from all the tennis during the morning time here. And then it's a break to the evening and you've got, um, oh, I think your sound's gone, Ben. Oh, is it? Sorry, I think I just uh, played with the mic a little bit then. Is it still there? Yeah, no, I've got you. But yeah, and then you wait to the, to the afternoon, well, say early evening, sorry, and then you've got a bit of uh, Delray Beach as well. Yeah, indeed. Sorry, I've got a little bit of a... Been a, a bit decorating at home. I've just noticed you know, I've got a bit of paintwork off of the uh, door frame. I mean, uh, yeah, it's been a little bit of a weird one. Uh, thanks for everyone joining us as well. Got uh, Thomas Rock there uh, forever. Davil Jovic has been uh, waiting there since 7.05. Nice one, Davil. And then uh, James there. And also Irene. Who, yeah, thanks for your comment recently, Irene. Nice to uh, have someone new on board the podcast. Welcome to the uh, your first live one by the looks yeah. of it. Yeah, great. To, but I know what you mean. It's been one of those uh, funny weeks because we've been uh, sort of treated to so much tennis. I've been sort of darting all over the place trying to work out what to watch. And it's nice to have the break. Oh, it's too hard. It's too hard. You physically can't watch it all. So you've got to select which kind of thing you want to watch. Yeah. Um, there's not really much else to do, to be honest. I know you've been doing your decorating. I've not had much to do at all, apart from obviously getting ready for work tomorrow, but I've not been doing too much for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to be honest, let's get straight on to it. I know we've got the Antelope and we're going to be covering first. We know what the quarterfinals are going to be. And there's not been loads of shocks. I don't know if you want to get it up. We'll go straight through it. Yeah, I mean, should I go through your bra? I mean, I've got one thing that, uh, God, you guys are going to be so disappointed in me as I am disappointed in myself. It's the bracket. I took you through my bracket. You all saw it. I was going through it. What happened? I don't know. It didn't save. My bracket didn't save. And it looks God, like I bracket. you didn't save it. It's a bit It's a bit tricky for, for you guys doing it. When you're doing it, you make sure you put the details below and then click save. Yeah, uh, it's just I'm just sad though because, well, I don't know. It might have saved me embarrassment if anything. But <laughs> but if Berrettini wins, I'm not going to get any points now, am I? So, uh, but he looks like he's. Been... Fair, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have got many over me anyway because I've got Berrettini to win as well. I didn't realize that, but we've it's got true. the same scenario. I'm pretty I sure. I know it's true. 
It is very true. Uh, but yeah, I just want to apologize for that. But thanks for everybody who did enter into that one. I think we had about 32 people uh, jumping into that one. So uh, yeah. Let's see how it is. Do you want to share your screen? Yeah, I was just going to bring up the uh, top. I'm just going to zoom in a bit. Uh, one yeah, second. Why are you doing that? We've got a few questions here. Well, we've got Davos saying, glad we're back. Yeah, we're back now. We're going to be doing loads of uh, covering all the tennis, really. We've got the ATB Cup coming up as well. And then the Australian Open, loads of qualifying action. We'll be going for all of that. Some of the oh. some of your young guns were back today, firing. Yeah, I think we're um, touching on that at the end, weren't we? The Australian Open qualies were uh, up today, and uh, some amazing matches there. Um, we were going down the list, and probably some that other people might not really know of, but you know us, mate. I don't know if we'll have time, to be honest, mate. We'll probably we'll have to <laughs> let's uh, crack on and let's just uh, get on with it. Okay, so if I share the. Uh, yeah, here we go. So we're in antenna, dun, 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 dun. the antenna. Yeah, so the antenna tournament in Turkey. So we've had uh, obviously Matteo Berrettini against the uh, aptly named Ergi Kirkin, which uh, we're dying to see how Ergi got on. Bageled in the first set, and then Berrettini fairly he cruised through, didn't he? Uh, yeah, Berrettini, like, like like I said, it was hard not to see him winning this tournament yeah. based off his route there. You'd say maybe paying Laszlo Zer would have been trickier, but he didn't even manage to play him because Kuzmanov, the qualifier, obviously he's winning two matches prior as well, had a bit of momentum going into yeah. it. And something I want to touch on about the Australian Open qualities as well because they're going to lose all, the, all their momentum in theory. Yeah. Not playing the Australian Open straight after the qualities, but that's another podcast altogether. <laughs> yeah, I think so, mate. Let's try and stick to uh, <laughs> stick to what we've come here to talk about. Jurisimov, so, super disappointed. I know he was your dark horse, I oh, believe, mate, the tournament. Yes. He's gone out. Lamazine beat him. Bublik still there. Caruso yep. wasn't able to do it. Yeah. But really, this top side is just for me. It's the main guy is going to be Berrettini. I know. I think if you want to just scroll over slightly to the right, then. Yeah, sure. It'll show the quarterfinals. So now we're going to have, I think it's a, this, the problem is it's not all updated now, is it? Is it, no. I think, is it accurate? Well, this is... Berrettini uh, Struff, I believe now, yeah? Yeah, well, Struff, uh, yeah, Struff is going to be playing... Chardy. Well, playing Chardy, yeah. So it's going to be an interesting... Well, Chardy beat Fanini, which was a really great result for him. Chardy obviously beat... Radu Albot that I had uh, going quite far in the competition. That's why I say it might have done me some favours, uh, um, this bracket not going through. But you said it right, Astruff. You said you saw him going quite far in this tournament. And, uh, yep. yeah, he's been looking very good. Obviously, he's uh, he had a walkover against Hugo Grenny. Well, I guess he's very lucky. He's, not, he's mm -hmm. not only won one match, really, but Pavel Kotov. Apart from that, he's gone through. Yep. Uh, so I've got it up here now. So the top bit is Berrettini Bublik. And then you've got Sardi Struff. They'll be playing the winner of that for the quarterfinals to make up the first semi-final. Yeah. What do you see? How do you see that going? For me, I think it's still quite comfortable for Berrettini. Berrettini. I, see, I don't see Bublik really disappointed, like uh, causing too much of an upset. And then Struff or Sardi. Sardi's playing well. Beat Ber yeah. uh, Fonini. Uh, I still see your the way you've picked it. I would go with that. I think Struff, if his serves pop in, then I think. Chardy, I don't know. It just depends which one turns up, really. If he's the one who beat Medvedev last year, yeah, Chardy could easily win this whole tournament. But yeah, I see Struff beating Chardy. I'm just going to write him off again, and then I'll probably be uh, wrong again. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with Struff. Uh, yeah, I reckon that'd be Berrettini Struff. I still see Berrettini going through. I still see this is Berrettini's tournament to lose, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have to agree with you, mate. And then moving down to the bottom side of it. What have we yeah. got? Well, we had uh, the person that we should talk about finally ended the, uh, what was it, 11 match or 12 match losing run with Nikolas Basiashvili. Won two in a row in the well, end. Just about. So I remember this match. He was he lost the first <laughs> set 6 4. It wasn't looking yeah. good for him. And then he was 5 4 down in the second. And then he won 11 games in a row. Yeah. I so know. pretty incredible for him. That's Philly. Yeah. He can't one of no, not eleven in a row. I think it was eleven out of twelve. Yeah, yeah. He won eleven in the next twelve games. So he turned it on when it mattered and was able to beat Arna Baldi. You'd expect him to be able to beat Arna Baldi, if you're being honest. <laughs> it's like but, uh, he made it quite hard work, to be honest. But then after that, he then went out. I believe is he out? Uh, no, I don't believe so. That's, that's the problem with this, mate. I can't really see no, what's going on. Like, I should probably just... get up on flash. Well, this is one, look, if you can see, he's gone through here because he was playing. I had Casper. We were talking about Casper Zuck, weren't we, against 
Selik Bilek. And Selik Bilek was obviously at home in Turkey. And it's always the thing which we were, I was saying. Ah, and yes. I went against it, didn't I? I went against yeah. my instinct of going, going against the home person. Never a good idea. So there you go. Selik Bilek went through, but then lost to Basilashvili. And now we've got Basilashvili. Well, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Basilashvili is still in. And he's yeah. going to be playing Alex Dimonor. Well, don't be so. This is the thing. Basilashvili is a top, top player. He's not like. Do, do not read too much into yeah, that. Yeah, mate, really he is. But like, you've got to look into the form because that's why he's not been performing like a top player. Um, no, I know. But this is somebody where I watched last year. He was playing against uh, Zverev and beating Zverev in yeah. Germany. And yeah. this is that's the, the standard of that guy. That's how good he is. So you've got to remember if that Basilashvili suddenly. Well, he's still highly ranked, isn't he? He's, he's the sixth 40. seed for the tournament yeah. as well, I believe. So yeah, he's fourthy in the world at the minute. Yeah. So yeah, that's the other quarterfinals. Then we've got Basvili, Alex Dimonor. Alex Dimonor has had a, a well played very well. Not dropped a set so far. He's beat Jazeera in the first round and then beat the fantastic qualifier, uh, Andreev. Yeah, and um, uh, Adrian Andreev. And uh, yeah, Dimonor is, uh, yeah, he's looking like red hot, isn't he? So a lot of people uh, in the chat, they have Dimonor to win the whole thing and could be a, he could well be a finalist at least in this competition. Well, you, it was pretty easy to call, I feel. I hate to say, I don't want to be um, too blasé about the whole thing, but I think it's going to be an Alex Dimonor-Berrettini uh, final. As predictable as it gets, number one yeah. and two seed. Hey, you're ruling out um, Goffan. So Goffan's now, he's coming back now. This is what we want to see. He's actually winning some games now. And finally, he beat Haber. can do him. Yeah, I think he can as well. But look, Goffan, two matches and two bagels. So he's getting back to some really good form. But the surprise sort of person for me, Travaglia. Yeah. He yeah. called it against Kamanovic. But then to beat Rusevori. In straight sets, fantastic. So, yeah, that's where I saw him falling apart against Rusevori. Uh, I predicted the Kesmanovic one purely because Stefano, mate, got to back the Italian. He's a strong, strong player, very consistent as well. Uh, yeah. I feel like he's someone who doesn't the, the break wasn't wasn't to be affecting him as much as what other players would have. Um, just a bit surprised he was able to beat Rusevori as well. But then yeah. since then, that sets up a really big clash for Goffan. And I'm going to yeah. say it now I see him beating Goffan. Nah, come on. I'm sticking with the Goffan uh, coming back. He's had the long rest and now he's going to hopefully be back. We've got a couple of bagels in there. He's, uh, yeah, I think he's back, getting back to his best. Hopefully we can see uh, David Goffan versus, well, that'll be Dimonor. And that'll be, yeah. the, that'll be the match I think everyone wants to see. Two nippy, fast, Very short similar players. players. Very yeah. similar players, you know I think? Very, like, quite small, nippy, get around the court well. Um Strong, yeah. strong tennis as well. So we'll see how it goes. Well, so, those, so that one, yeah. So they're the matches we've got. I think so far, congratulations to Travaglia. I think for me, he's been the, the, the sort of the player of the tournament, I'd say. I don't know if that's a bit harsh on some I of the I feel like he, would, he was the correct dark horse. So if yeah. anyone had him as the dark horse, I think that was a good pick because he has been the standout outsider in the tournament. Uh, aside like, from that, out of the, the main picks... Probably the most impressive so far, I would say, Alex Dimonor. Yeah, and Thomas Rock saying that Travaglia is my Italian shardy. <laughs> so uh, I can understand that. Uh, yeah, he's slightly lower ranked, but yeah, he's he's sort of building up. The Italians, they're coming for us in, in 2021. We know it, don't we? Should have read. Sorry, Ben. The problem is with Alex Dimonor, I say he's been the best player so far this tournament, but the matchup of him against the Berrettini, I don't yeah. give him much of a chance. Because I think that is that style of play of what Berrettini is, a big server and follows it up with always a big first shot after the serve. Power. That is someone who Alex Dimonor historically has not been able to deal with as well. So that's why I put that a bit one-sided. However, you never know. Berrettini might not be firing. Alex Dimonor has been playing a lot better, in my opinion, recently. So anything's possible. Yeah, I mean, that's the one I think that everybody wants to see. If not, maybe a Goff fan... Yeah, he's the person who could really challenge mm. Berrettini if they did get, if he managed to get to the final and playing. I feel good like, like Goffan would would trouble him more than what Alex Dimonor was would. Yeah, I mean we saw Goffan. He was uh, who was he? I think he was troubling. He was that match against Federer he played last year. I think it was Federer, wasn't it, in the early part of the year? And he played really well. I think he played a lot of the top players. And he, in the first half of the year last year, 
David Medvedev as well. Medvedev, maybe be. I forget now, to be honest, mate. It's he, a long was, time. he was playing some of his best tennis at the start of last year. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. Obviously, the break affected some players really badly. He was one of them, and he had what that five match skid of not winning. So. Don't worry, he's back on winning ways. And David Goffan, he's back to try and make a run to try and take another ATP event. And I think it's well within his grasp. He looks like he's playing well. Two bagels for him. So, yeah. well, let's see how everyone's getting on. So, let's have a little look at the leaderboard, see yeah. how PTL League is getting on. If you've not joined the league and you want to, it's too late to obviously join for this tournament or any of the ones going on. But join for the, we've got the ATP Cup, the Australian Open, there's plenty of tennis coming up. So I'll stick the link in, in the chat right now. And all you need to do is put your email address in. It's completely free and you put yourself up against everyone in the GTL uh, community. And obviously me and Ben as well. If I Ben remembers to put his <laughs> put his selections <laughs> in. Well, I saved, <laughs> yeah, I saved the other one. So I can actually uh, join in on the next two. But yeah, this one we've still got. I'm Chris Hansen. Take a seat. Is uh, leading the way there on the Antler draw. Got oh, 18 uh, correct as well. But he's a uh, who's second? Back bunk hoots. 18 yeah. as well. 23 points. You got Harry Carrillo there, aka Thomas Rock. Wow. Well, well done. Right up there. Sharuk. It's not doing Jack's too bad. Up there as well. Uania, Jax, Kyle, well Melez. Uh. Oh, where am I? Gosh, I'm not down doing well. 19 so far. <laughs> You're in 19th with 19 points. So um, I'm there with Betty Swallows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Right. And then uh, we got. Let's Chandra. have a look at number one. Who's, who's, the, who's the number one? Who have they got to win? All oh, right. Let's just have a quick look through their bracket. Yeah. Berrettini, it looks like. Against Kekmanovic, though, Ooh. in the final. So, so maybe I could get some points having an Alex Dimonor Berrettini. I could uh, shoot up there. But well done for, for who's this? Sorry, I forget the name. This Chris? is uh, Chris Hansen. Take a seat. <laughs> whoever that is, well done to whoever it is because they've got Shardy going very far. I think that's a really good call. So, and I respect that a lot. And also Bash Philly. So that's yeah, Bash Philly. I'm telling you, he could uh, easily get past. Dimonor, I think. I think if he plays his best tennis, why not? Like, so we get one... Mary up as well. We've got Mary in the chat. She's saying, damn, I'm near the top four. Well done, wow. Mary. Um, she thought she did horribly. Well, Mary TL there. Look at that. Second, joint second there. Look at that. Let's have a look. See you. Uh... Oh, David Goffan there is a winner. I like this. Mixing this it up is really good as well because Struff's there. Yeah, uh, Struff to maybe beat Shardy. Beat Berrettini, right. beat Berrettini. I think that's where it goes a bit pear shaped, but you never know. Well done for getting for doing so well. You've got a lot of players still in the hat there. Yeah, uh, I think it's all going to be relying on Goffin. Well, obviously, Goffin, you've got him, you've got him to go all the way and win, so you need him to get through these early rounds. It's got to be Travaglia. Travaglia could still win it. Yeah. Don't rule him out. You never know, right? Well. Let's move away. Should we move away? We've got a lot to cover on this one. So if we move away from Antela, uh be interesting. Let us know if we haven't looked at your bracket yet. Let us know in the chat who is your uh, eventual winner. Who do you think is going to win? And have you changed your mind since you uh, put your selections in? Has any of the has any oh, of the game? You. Have you changed? Looking at it now, who do you see winning out of them out of them players? I'm going to stick I'm, with Berrettini. I think Berrettini yeah. is still going to win the tournament. I'm sticking with Berrettini, but. I think that Goffan is. I'm su more surprised of him actually how well he's been doing. I'm. I'm really impressed. I'm glad that he's managed to beat some people that you would hope he would beat, but with uh, in a convincing fashion as yeah. well. Getting a couple of bagels. That's a. That's a sign of intent. The world are good, and I'm not actually. I'll be honest. I'm not been able to watch him uh, live. I've seen some of the shots and stuff just from clear. Yeah. Um, it's been tough. It's been tough to see it all, but I'll be interested to see more now we come into the later stage. It's easier to sort of follow us. There's less matches, so you'll be able to watch a lot more and see what see how they're all playing. Well, that's uh, it. I know Jackie there in the chat's very happy. She's beating both Ben and me. So, <laughs> yeah. well, Jackie. Exactly. And we've got Betty here. As a as a Belgium, I'm sticking with Goffan. Yeah, very wise, very wise. Yeah, I do not blame you for that. And uh, he's going to come back to form at some point. And it looks like it just, maybe just a little bit tired. Maybe he just needed to uh, just get get himself back into that body and that physical shape that we know that uh, he can get himself into. 
So let's move on to the next one anyway, because we've been talking too much about the antenna. So the next one, do we want to chat about, uh, should we go women's or should we go Delray Beach? I think women's maybe. I don't know. I think so. Because Delray Beach is like the evening session. Yeah, we've got to do it in order. (laughs) I feel we should have started with women's, but it doesn't matter. That's all right. Well, so let's move over to Abu Dhabi. There you go. There's a little uh, background change for you there. This is is a mixed episode. So... Yeah, but this one, super interesting on this one. This one, I'm actually in the bracket on this one. Everyone will be pleased to know. So I can actually <laughs> try and bring up. Should we have a look at the top just to set, or should we go through that at the end? Yeah, we'll go for it at the end. Let's have a okay. look at the bracket and see some of the results. Okay, Obviously, so- the main seed, we'll start straight from there. Sophia Kenin. Yeah, let me uh, just... Uh, me this. There you go. So there you go. Up. Sophia Kenin beating Yang. We yeah. thought that happened, to be fair. Uh, Siegeman didn't go through. Flipkins no. did. And then this is a shocking injury for Flipkins. She was up a set. Uh, she was one nil, one love up against Kennen. And she seemed to, well, she didn't seem to. What happened was she was yeah. uh, retreating on the back of the baseline and her ankle just caught the billboard or the, the, the board. It's horrible. And, um, yeah, it's a horrible injury. Rolled her ankle big time. And I'm not sure if she's, well, I'm pretty sure she's not going to be able to play in the Australian Open now. Did she break Hopefully it? Hopefully she's not going to be out for too long but it looked like a horrific injury i must admit see the way angle it went down as well it looked like it snapped or something that's why it came up up with a big debate now should that billboard be there or should it not be further back i don't understand why it was there it was so close yeah but it's been like that for all of it mate all every no one else has touched it it seems like why would you have the backboard or there and then have something which is on the floor where you're not going to be looking down at that when you're running no, back. Mate, they've always, that's, that's not what the, what the debate is. They've always had things like that. The question is, should it not, should it not be further back? I don't think they should. Well, yeah. It should oh, be you're there. saying it shouldn't be there at all. I don't you think it should be there at all. I think if you've got a backboard, that's what is going to be in your eyesight. If you're running back, looking at a tennis ball, you're not going to be looking on what's on the floor because you're trying to keep your eye on the ball at all times. Okay. You're going to, you're going to trip over things, like especially if you're just at, literally at the floor floor level, at foot level. Yeah, I mean, it was, I don't know, it looks so painful. I, did, I When I saw it, and when you sent it to me, actually, and I just yeah. watched it, and I just thought, oh, I thought it looked like it snapped. It looked like her actual leg or her ankle snapped or something. It looked so painful. I feel really sorry. She was playing so well this tournament, and I think it was just... Just so sad. Like she's like a surprise package. I thought she, she was going to lose to Sigmund. I thought Sigmund's a great player, but she yep. absolutely uh, surprised well, everybody. Very experienced. I forget her exact age now. I remember I said it on the last podcast, but she's uh, an experienced player. Um, yeah. Fair play to her. But would she have beaten Kenin or would Kenin have come back? We'd never know. However, Kenin's in the hat for the next round. Um, well, Marie's pretty happy with that because she's well, got Kenin going the whole way. Um uh, there she goes. I'm very, I am confident with Kenin, to be honest. Well, this is uh, well, someone I wanted to talk about because I had Krajikova, as you can see. Krajikova did well, but then she came up against Putin Saver, who Putin Saver is a great player. I didn't give her probably enough credit. She knocked out Krajikova. But I did actually watch this match today, this Kenin uh, Putin Saver. I don't know if anybody else had the chance to watch this. What an incredible match. And this was a real hard hitting uh it was so such a close match and uh uh, putin saver had uh i'm not sure how many match points we had but she had match points in the second set to try and put kenin away and yet again we've seen sophia kenin that fight in spirit she comes back yet again from the brink she was three one down in the tie break as well she comes back well, again. I hate to be a killjoy, but that was the theme of today, really. The first seed saved match points, being Kenin. The second seed also yep. saved match points. So just shows you with the women's women's matches, anything is possible. Never give up to the dying moment because uh, you can turn the match on its head. Just want to give a shout out to Thomas Rock there. Appreciate the ah, super cheers, chat, buddy. Mate. Happy January the 10th, 11th for yeah. some. Not sure who's in the 11th, but... Look who else is back in the room as well. We've got Chris Meir back in. The top tipper from 2020 has <laughs> made it back in. Oh, nice to see you, Chris. So that's it. Back in the GTL, back on tour. Great to see. So, yeah, uh, speaking about Kenin, just fantastic. Uh, I'm, I was watching it, and some of the hitting today was 
quite incredible. I think that from both players, though, it wasn't, you didn't know which way the match was going to go. It looked like one person suddenly had the upper hand. They were hitting winners. Then suddenly it just changed. It kept on changing. It just thought, oh, Putin Saver's now going to take this on and she's going to run and finish the match. Then Kenning came back and then she took, as soon as she took the set, I thought, oh, no, that's it. I think she's, she's going to win now. Uh, Kenin's got that fighting spirit. She's like a. The thing a with Kenin, though, she's dropped sets throughout. And I know yeah. a lot of people are confident she's going to go all the way and win. But if you want to scroll down a little bit, I think there's yeah. some other names who probably have more more of a cause. And the first one of that is Maria Mira Sakari. Yeah. She's not dropped a set so far. She's beat Potapova, Corey Goff, and then. Um, what's Sorry, Muguruza. Muguruza. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she, for me, is on hot hot form and then the lady right below her as well uh sabalenka similar yes. not dropped to set and you know you've called it there brilliantly um i don't know why i didn't to be honest because it's <laughs> no brainer seeing sabalenka in the in the latter stage of this of this tournament she's been in such good form obviously before uh the tour ended last year uh she won two tournaments in a row unbeaten as well yeah uh, she wasn't dropping many sets I think she, she still isn't run as well before and she's still not dropping sets she's playing incredible tennis right now so she's for me the one to beat alongside um sakari as well well it's going to be really interesting to see uh who plays who because now obviously we've got sabalenka she's going to be up against another favorite of uh the podcast rybakina who uh was that your dark horse for the tournament yeah, it was my dark horse. And I've actually, if you go on, it's not worth getting out now, but on my bracket, I've got Rybikina Sabalenka as well in here. Yep. And I've also, I've got Rybikina to beat her. So that's where we differ oh, wow. here. So okay. I really do rate Rybikina and I fancy her to beat Sabalenka and I'm going to stick with that. Well, look at that. Sabalenka's just so good. I fancy an upset on the card. For me, Rybikina is, is incredible. When she's firing, she has everything about her game. She's young, like 19, is she? 19, 20 years old? Yeah, yeah. She's, and she's uh, very young. forehand, backhand, at the net, every single part of her game is, is is more or less perfect. It just needs to, she just needs to sort of mature slightly into her game and just keep developing. But she's got such a great base to build off. Um, so wow. I think, honestly, it's a bit like a sinner, sinner on the men's tour for me. I think she's going to be one of the standout uh, women on the tour. She's going to be up there with your uh, Savontex. She's going to be up there with your Kennings. She's going to be there in the latter stages of a lot of tournaments. So keep your eye on her. She was there. She was about, what, five finals last year. She's going to be getting to more. We just hope that she she did win one last year. So she just she's not going to hopefully be the uh, Felix of the women's tour. We're just going to hope that she's actually going to push on. There's always more room for uh, winning stuff, we feel, on the women's side, just because it's so up and down. There's a lot of up and down form. There's always somebody can grab a, a random tournament here and there or a Grand Slam. And I think yeah, she's I one think of those. players, Rabikina, Sabalenka, Sakari, uh, they are sort of the chasing pack to the likes of a Savontek, Kenin, uh, obviously a Saka as well. Yeah, yeah. you got to keep it. And don't forget... Even. Don't forget somebody's name who we haven't really uttered in about a year is Ashley Barty. And yeah. uh, she's one person that can't wait to see get back on the court again. Halep as well. Halep, yeah, she's obviously had a very good... She got a bit blitzed by Savontek at the French Open, which was uh, shocking because everyone thought she was going to go and easily win the French Open, but until Savontek turned up. But there you go. So this is what we've got. Here, we've had all the wangs, didn't we? The wangs... Uh, the wangs went out. Yeah, the wangs. We're left with no wangs, I think, now. <laughs> well, then this, this leaves the bottom quarterfinals. Yeah, so in the bottom for quarterfinals, we've got a bit of a surprise, to be honest. Yeah. Everyone was expecting Jennifer Brady to go be there, but yeah. she knocked out. And uh, Tamara Zidansek played incredibly as well to knock her out. And then she followed it up with an impressive win over Leila Fernandez as well. So she knocked yeah. out two <laughs> yeah. talents. And then, unfortunately, she couldn't get through Kostiuk. Uh, lost in straight sets there. He's very impressed. But this is another one. I think everybody... Knows... over there as well who's gone out. She's we've another one. Seeds are out in this, in this section. Uh, Donna Vekic as well. She's one that though, that's one I think that people need to keep an eye on as well. Kostiuk is very, very good. She yeah, I hope you can say that, but I, I must admit, I've not seen too much to really back that up of yet. She, she's just one of these players that 
I know it's not an ideal. Uh, if she comes up against some real power players, probably playing their their top game, she's going to be in trouble. But she is so fast. I've not seen women get a well, a woman get around the court as fast as her. If you watch some of her matches, she is rapid. So Fair she. Enough, she's I, I not, have a look. I'm not seeing enough to really to, to know too much about her, her style. But the Alex to... de Menor of the uh, <laughs> of the female game. So. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, Kostiuk, keep your eye on her. She, she's great. If she can grind, she's a grinder. So she'll get she'll get through. And you've seen, like, against Zidansic, she was blitzing people. And then she's beaten a 6-1, 6-1. So, fantastic. So, Kostiuk's yeah, up I, again. I'm lucky, though. Who is this Kostiuk? I didn't know to be much about her, to be fair. I've only seen the odd game here and there. So, cheers for your knowledge there, Ben. And also, a big thank you to Chris Meir. He's yeah. back in Christmas. 2021 for a big tip. <laughs> Happy New Year to all. DTL, keep racketing. That's it. And he's <laughs> to the top of the leaderboard within one of one episode back. God, look at him go. Thank <laughs> you to Chris Mir. We appreciate your support as always, mate. Yeah, hoping to uh, have you join us for all of the uh, future live ones coming up. We've got a load of live stuff coming yeah, up. We've got some as well. Wednesday, we'll be covering, well, we're trying to do all three finals. We're not sure which the first one's going to start <laughs> at like 7 a.m. <laughs> so we'll have to see. But uh, we'll definitely try and do as many live watch alongs Wednesday as well. Might have to do it in my car again. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, so if we go and uh, have a little look down, here we go. So we got. Cerebres, that like you were saying, another surprise was uh, Cerebres Tormo. Well, it's the um, bottom side of the draw. There's been a lot of surprises. Um, obviously, Carolina Pliskova went out to Gasanova. Could that not be any more of a surprise? Um, we didn't even have uh, Mertens play. She she dropped out before. We had the lucky loser, Gramatopoulou. <laughs> I would like to. Uh... I would like to uh, clarify. I did not have just been a Papa Macau to go this far in the tournament. This was Chris Mir. Yeah, this was Sersteya, Solana Sersteya, but she dropped out, I think, because she had just played a whole tournament and then she might have had a niggle. So she got replaced, which is unfortunate. Oh, sorry, yes, Sersteya. But you've got Mertens dropped down as well. And again, another option to the Greek, Valentina Gramatakapoulou. Yeah, yeah, she's. Ben's just not a massive fan of the Greeks. It's just because uh, they've just been changed. But look, you can see there, you've got both very heavily. That's that why Chris is tipping me. I'm like extending all these unknown Greek females to the finals. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we'll have, have a look through there. Yeah, like you were saying, though, uh, crazy. Cerebres Tormo, Gasanova. Pliskova quickly, because Gasanova oh. beating Pliskova. We keep saying it. We put uh, Pliskova up for the L of the year last year, didn't she? Or like yeah. a big disappointment. And it's not because she's not a good player. She's just not good. She's just not consistent. It's so yeah. frustrating. Why can't she consistently pull together results? In a Grand Slam, she always seems to crumble. Usually, these are her bread and butter, to be honest. An uh, WTA 500, she does all right in. But um, something's missing, isn't there? I'm not sure. It's like a concentration. I think she it's concentration. Top in the world, like she can play some of the best points with, say, the Asakas. Like she's right up there. However, matches she's not able to really do it. Maybe we saw it, didn't we, at the grandstand when she was playing uh, Sharif? And uh, this is a player who Sharif was. What, oh, was nearly, grand slam, Sharif. Nearly three hundred in the world or something, and she yeah. got taken to the wire by someone that three hundred in the world. It's just. I don't understand what what happens to her when she gets onto the court. She has she has all the power, all the ability, and she looks like a world beater uh, in certain points. And the next one, she just looks like she just whacks it wide. It's just like completely out of character. It's like two. It's like a Jekyll and Hyde playing. You don't know which one's playing. I, 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 it's frustrating to say the least. Well, you got Radislaw there mocking your picks, Ben. He's saying, great, uh, great times, guys. It's all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm defending Looking at, my... now. Looking at that screen, it looks like you're not really sure what's going on, Ben. I want to defend myself and say that these, <laughs> these picks, <laughs> no offence to Chris Mir, but I did not pick these two these two ladies. These were replacements on the uh, side. I had Sir Steyer, who just won a tournament. And this one, who did you say this one was that got replaced? Mertens. Mertens. Yeah, come on. We've got two, like, amazing women's players. Been replaced by people probably 300-plus in the world. So, come on. Yeah, cut me some slack there. 
A big right, shout out going down to Kuda Matava. She obviously yeah. had a really tricky uh, first match against Conteve. I thought that would have been been a uh, packing her bags after that one, but she managed to beat her in straight sets. Then beat uh, Tarati in straight sets as well, the qualifier, yeah. and um, beat Badoza as well. Badoza's been playing well. She knocked out Severstova in the first first round, and then uh, Elise Cornet. Oh, missed my mouth a little bit there. Apologies. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I mean, Akuda Matova. Uh, it sort of did mean no worries, didn't it, in this tournament for her so far? <laughs> she's been managed to uh, sort of cruise through. So now she's going to be up against, well, God, this one's going to be, it doesn't get any tougher, does it? Svitolina, she's going to be up against in the next round, which who had a probably the closest match of the tournament so far against uh, Alexandrova. Alexandrova, I thought she might actually beat her. And it Alex was Alexandrova had match points again and she lost eight ten eight, I believe, in the in the tiebreak. Yeah. So it was super, super close. And it was a tiebreak to settle the second set as well. So yeah, it was a super close match. But Svitolina is through. That's the main thing. And then she'll now be playing. So let's just give a roundup of the quarterfinals. At the bottom, we've got Kudamatava Svitolina. We have then Kostuk Cerido Cerebes Tormo. Yeah, and then at the top, Sabalenka, Rybikina, and Kenin Sakari. God, I want to man. ask you now: out of these, who do you think, Ben? I mean, that's it's so. Only one left, just Sabalenka, I guess. Sabalenka, yeah, to make it all the way to the. So she's my only hope if Sabalenka wins. So I'm sticking with Sabalenka, obviously. Uh, I'm been super impressed though by Sophia Kenin. I'm not going to lie. Watching it today, I just thought, wow, uh, she really doesn't ever give up. And I think that that was the thing that really impressed me today. She was down in the tie break as well, even once she had uh, come back and still managed to turn the tie break around. And I think she just has this grit, determination, like a iron will. And at such a young age as well, that's why she won our female player of the year. So... I mean, yeah, if, if Sabalenka doesn't get it, I think Kenin might. I'm going to stick my young player, mate, or my dark horse, being Rybikina. Uh, such an exciting young player. I think it's a big ask, to be honest, especially this plan Sabalenka. But, and then after that, if the winner of Kenin Sakari, there's yeah. not, not really a tougher route, really, to win this one for her. But I think she can do it. She always starts the year strong. I know she won in Dubai, I think, last year around this sort of time. So... Anything's yeah, possible. It is. I'm seeing Chris Mir there saying, I need to admit it, that I picked all the Greeks just to call him back into the game to love community. Yeah, maybe I did. Maybe I did, Chris. And I'm seeing there also Thomas Rock saying, can you feel game to love tonight? Yeah, a bit of Elton John there. I like it. I like it, Thomas Rock. <laughs> the continuing... Anyway, let's have a look at the leaderboard, Ben. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. This one's, uh, yeah, we're going to... Uh, run over otherwise aren't we not that we've got a time limit but we're going to keep everybody up uh here Number we go one, lithuania and it's a running theme i'm not sure who lithuania is but wow, he or she, brilliant. they always do very well um Mary last year, I think they were number one last year as well. We've got Mary Sky as well doing very well. Yeah, let's have a look at Mary's quickly just to see where uh, I think we had a quick look at it last time, to be honest. But interesting oh, to see. Oh, great so far. Oh, the Brady in the final, though. Oh, to win. Brady That's winning. What... Yeah, I think you ha... did you have that? Yeah, I had Brady winning yeah. as well. Look at the top half. Also green at the top. It's really good. Really, yeah. really great selections there. Oh, she called both of the semi-finals there. Sabalenka, Rybikina. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, and and the, obviously the top one as well. So moving down, we've, we've got, got Jax there, number yeah. eight. Harry yeah. Carrillo, Thomas Rock. Oh, where am I? Oh. 19th, we've joined, mate. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing great, aren't we? <laughs> mate, what is happening? I think I'm reliant. If Sabalenka manages to win this, that's going to jet me right the way back up to the top. Don't you worry. Here we yeah, go. So, um, back and look at this. The contrasting. I'm Chris Hansen. Doesn't seem to know his women's though. Knows his yeah, men. Other women. Yeah. So. Chris Hansen, have a little watch of the WTA. I think. That's it, mate. So there you go. So yeah, we'll we'll come back and we'll be rounding up the. Uh, yeah. There's still I'll, a lot to play for though in all of these leaderboards. So oh, we'll have oh. a better indication of how it's doing. Uh, probably in the next podcast. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that one's miles away, obviously. Uh, we've got like so many matches to go. Hopefully we can, we'll bring an update of it. Once all the finals are done, we've done some watch-alongs, we'll bring up uh, another podcast and we'll just run through the final of the uh, of the bracket. So yep. that's going to be exciting. See who fares the best uh, once the uh, all the winners have been announced. Uh, next one up, don't forget, we go to the evening session. And uh, the evening session, go over and join Big John Isner over in Delray Beach. So, Delray Beach. Delray. Oh, see if I can find the uh, bracket for that one. Oh, oh, Jackie there. She's still very pleased. I'm still beating JG and Ben. Well, it doesn't seem like it's very tough. I think most of you are probably beating us right now. Uh, well, you're certainly all beating Ben on the antelope one because he didn't even uh, enter. So. Stop reminding me. God. <laughs> no, you're doing well. I'm struggling, to be honest. But... You never know. I think I can make some ground back. Oh, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so annoyed. You all saw me enter it as well. It's even there. It's there. It's online. It's for everyone to see. It's so frustrating. But never mind. Never mind. I can just have bragging rights. I guess only if if Berrettini wins. But yeah, I'm uh, not applicable. Uh, Na in the, in the brackets next to my one. So here we go. We're going to go over to Delray Beach and dive into uh, that one. Do you want to bring that up, JG? Yeah, one moment. Oh, no, I'm just seeing what I'm, some of my selections from this one. And then there's at the top again, the Reds. <laughs> I ran a bit mad, didn't I? And I thought that Mackenzie McDonald became a world beater over the Christmas holiday. Uh, not, not the craziest thing in the world, to be fair. Uh, I think the big one to start with is Gary in the number one seed. Really disappointing. Harrison beating him. Wow. Obviously, we predicted Harrison to beat Echeverry. We saw that coming. Echeverry's a clay court player. Yeah. Uh, but then, Garen did not see that massive shock, but fair play to him, beat him in straight sets. Incredible, um, so good yeah. as well. Like, uh, don't forget this. Uh, didn't he get? Yeah, he came through the qualifying. Chris, Chris Harrison and, uh, has and his, his brother, his brother got a wild card below, but he got knocked out to Gianluca Mega, uh, and then Mega or oh, Query then beat McDonald, and then Mega beat Query. So I'm, we had a Harrison Query quarterfinal. At the top, which is going to be really interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure how to call it, to be honest. I'd probably go for Mega. Mm, I'd go Harrison. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's because it's Italian, mate. I love Mega as well. Really exciting. Um, Harrison's like, what, 280 or something in the world, isn't he? Something like that. So it's just like, uh, and you're up against somebody who's inside the top 90, I think, with Mega. So, yeah, very, very good. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely top 100. But yeah, if we move down a little bit, though, we obviously see there Hubert Hercage. He's, well, he only had to make it through one round, but it was against Galan Riveros, who we said would beat Andre Martin. He did. And uh, yeah, Hercage took out Galan pretty, pretty easily, really, didn't he? Yeah, no, no shocks there, really. Hercash should be doing that, the fourth seed. And he's going to be playing the hey. winner of Kiros Karlovic. And Karlovic is the real big story, for those who don't know. Karlovic, in this tournament before, has won the tournament. He's been a runner-up here. He yeah. seems to do very well. It suits his game. He's 41 years old now, and he's still firing. <laughs> I think he had 25 aces, was it? Or 27 aces against Andahar. And it was really incredible. Karlovic looked, he looked fit. He looked he looked young, he looked full of life. And Karlovic is the whole package, really, for this event. And I would not write him off in any of these matches. Against no. Kiros, I think that's a really going to be a really tough match. Kiros, he's won through the qualifiers, so he's had a bit of momentum. Obviously, winning now three games in a row, beating Noah Rubin as well in the first round. Yeah. Um, Karlovic, impressive. I think he can blow him. I think he can blow him off the court with the big serving. Mate, I'm, I feel bad that I poo-pooed your... Uh... Karlovic, when you're jumping on the back of him and riding him all the way to the final or something, weren't you? But I actually want him. <laughs> I want him to do it. I want Karlovic to come and win this tournament. Just do it for the old crew. Do it for the legends of the sport. I would love to see that. So Karlovic, he's now, well, he's going to be on court, I think, in about an hour's time. Yeah, they're just waiting for, I think it's one one set all at the moment between Francis TFO and Bro uh, Bjorn Fratankelo. Uh, yeah, we've got Jovic this and as a Croatian, I'd love to see Karlovic win it. Uh, I have him going out to Hercast though. <laughs> Come on. Should have believed in him more. He can do it. Oh, Come on, Karlovic. Yeah, he can do it. Come on. He's won the tournament before. He's a former champ, but you've seen so is Query and he went out. So 
doesn't mean anything. So is TFO as well. He's on the brink at the moment. He's just like one set all at the minute, I believe. And uh, yeah, he's. He may, I think he'll still take the third set, TFO. I think I've got him to win the whole thing. Yeah, yeah we'll have so, to see. TFO won the first round against Donald Young. Uh, he kind of saw that happening. But Donald Young is a, he's a champion here. He won it in, what was it, 2015 or something? Yeah, a 2000. No, he's a finalist, I think, in 2015. Oh, yeah. So another player who does very well here. But TFO managed to beat him. And then, as Ben said, the Fratangelo one is going very close. Yeah. And the winner of that, we're playing the winner of Cam Norrie Manorino. And Manorino is my person who I think is going to go over and win. Um, it's going to be a big ask, obviously. He's got to be, get through Norrie first. Um, yeah. Norrie must beat. JC Adagone in, in straight sets. And that was an interesting one because they're both college players. They know each other very well. They went to the same college. And uh, the, the, commentate, the, the commentator after was asking, uh, or journalist or whoever it was, was asking Cam Norrie about his time at college. And he was saying it was the best decision he ever made uh, and he would recommend it to anyone. It was the best three years of his life. And uh, it just it, it helped him develop as a player and as a person more than anything else. So... Yeah. It just shows the importance of the college system to a lot of players nowadays. We've spoken to a lot of people who are relating to that college uh, sort of scheme process. We obviously spoke to Michael Gertz. He took, he, he went on the tour and then went off the tour to go to college. You got Alex Rybakov, who obviously is the uh, well, one of the... I found really interesting what he was saying was the fact that it sort of gives you the opportunity to realise, is tennis what you want to sort of pursue as a profession? Yeah. Um, because you're able to then change your mind. Say if you're doing something, you're studying as well alongside it, you could think, oh, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I want to do something else. Where these young guys, there's a lot more pressure, I feel, on them because they don't really have anything else to fall back on. And that yeah. pressure sometimes can be the downfall. We've seen it with a lot of English sportsmen in a lot of different sports. Pressure has crippled them. Yeah, it does. And uh, it's always great to have something to fall back on as well, especially when the injuries that people are sustained these days in sports. You can't just be all your eggs in one basket. And we've spoken to a lot of players, haven't we? And they say they're currently finishing like a degree in something or other. And uh, yeah, they're planning on what they're doing. Even when we spoke to De Jong as well recently, he's just uh, very uh, got his head, head on his shoulders, just uh, very, very aware that tennis isn't the only thing in the world and that there could be a time when it does eventually end. And you never know when that might be. So, yeah, Norrie, we obviously spoke to his best mate, Alex Rybakov. He can't speak highly enough of his work ethic. But then we spoke to, what's his name, Jose Morgado, and he was saying uh, Nuno Borges, uh, another great uh, Portuguese player. He's just come out of the college system and now hitting the itf scene really great player so yeah i well it's working wonders for him and now he's playing uh manorino uh when's yeah, that one manorino beating him i'll be honest because he's my winner uh i think francis <laughs> manorino if that happens that's going to be tough that's for me it's a 50 50 match but yeah. whoever, whoever wins that i know you've got tfo to go and win it i've got manorino they've got a really good chance but i say but this is the big man the big excitement my dark horse Sebastian Corda. I know Ken Lee's a big fan, saying Corda for the win. And uh, he wants to see him knock out Big John Isner, which wow. I think is possible. And it's what I have predicted in my bracket. I've got Corda versus Isner at the bottom side of the draw. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a lot better on this, Delray one. We'll have a look at the leaderboard in a minute. And I've got Corda to beat John Isner. Um, people might call me crazy. I know you've got John Isner there. But think Corda can do it. I really do believe in the guy because he has yeah. been playing incredibly. That match against Tommy Paul in particular, I thought was top, top draw. Some of the shots and the highlight reel was maybe the best I've seen this tournament. Yeah, he's, uh, well, a super amazing player. I thought, for some reason, I thought uh, Su Woon Kwon, I've seen him play so many amazing matches, didn't really give Corder enough credit. But I did think if whoever came through out of this uh, tie would beat Tommy Paul. I think either of them. And I thought as soon as Corder beat him, I thought, yeah, he's going to beat Paul. Just close yeah, to America. Yeah, but played some good stuff, especially the first set. Yeah, I mean, see, an incredible player. You see how well he did in uh, in 2020, and it just goes to show. Like, uh, he was so close against Rusevori in the was the U.S. Open qualifying, wasn't it? Uh, he, well, he lost 15 points in a row. 
to from match points and stuff just to lose the match. But he fought back and then he actually did really well in the French Open. So I don't multiple surfaces. He's showing that already. Yeah. And uh, Jack is posing the question, Ben. JG, are you a de- are you a genius? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see. If Big John is no win. I can confirm right now I am not a genius. <laughs> we'll see that one. That's a that's a confirmation right now. I'm not. <laughs> JG. Uh yeah. Middle name Einstein could be. Right. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to announce that uh, Francis TFO has just broken in the third set. So uh hopefully he'll be it's going good. through. Then we've got uh, Kiros Karlovic on straight after that. Uh, it's 11 o'clock probably here. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what it is for you guys, but it'll be in about an hour or two hours' time. Uh, hopefully, Karlovic can make it through because that'll be what I want to see personally. And that will set up what? What would the quarterfinals be in that situation, Ben? What's that? So we've got like, uh, well, you want to look up at the top. So if we had, oops, sorry. So we could so I can read them off uh, this sheet. It's probably a little easier than there. So we could have Mega Harris. So we could have potentially, let's say, Mega or Harrison versus Herkaj or Karlovic. <laughs> so Karlovic were pushing him through two lots. Yeah. So we could have a Karlovic versus Megum, let's say. No, no, we're we could... not. No, no. I can tell you what we've got here. This is the quarterfinals. I've got them up oh. already. We've got Harrison, oh, Mega, okay. one quarterfinal. And then you've got Herkaz. Playing either the winner of Kiros Karlovic, hopefully Karlovic, yeah. and then TFO Fratengalo. He looks like TFO is going to win that unless hopefully. he gets broken back. And then the winner of Nori Manorino in the other quarterfinal. And then the bottom one's already set. Corden, Corda, Isna. So looking at them names, Ben, who do you now fancy to win it? It's really tough because looking at all those players, there's like, I don't know why I picked TFO really, to be honest, to win the tournament. I don't know why. But, you can change uh, it now. This is a point where you can just say your honest opinion based off what you've seen so far. You don't have to stick with your first name, but I, I agree. The big foe, mate, I'm not so sure why you went for him. I don't but know. He's doing that, so what do I know? Uh, I think John Isner is going to win the whole thing. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. So I would love to see that happen, but I'm gonna. I've got both my men still in. I'm gonna to have to stick with Manorino to win uh, and Korda to do well, but get knocked out by. <laughs> yeah, big toe. Is this Jermaine Defoe? Big toe. <laughs> I didn't know. Is this his nickname? No, it's the big foe, isn't it? They call him. Oh, not the big toe. No, that's just that's Jax's <laughs> Jax's uh, version of it. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway. Let's Look at the leaderboard. How All right. that well, bear with me one sec. I've got to work I out. Would to see, I would love to see Corda go all the way and win. That would be exciting for me. Um, I think he does kind of deserve it in terms of he's playing well. I know there's a lot of fans in the chat for Corda. How do I get to the... Uh, I can't work out how to get to the Del Rey one, to be honest. I don't know why. Yeah, you scroll down, mate. So go on the ATP bracket on the, the top one and you scroll down and then it's the one below. So Mary's guy that said, I really like Corda. I picked him for the final, even though, even thought about choosing him as a winner. Oh, Not yeah. Got you it. Got it up? So, yeah, yeah. Apologies. I didn't really understand how the, how the website works. Great. I'm a great I'm proponent. I am on the front page for a change in wow. full place. Not doing yeah. great. To be fair, there's a runaway. There's two runaways. And that's Shade. And is that DJJ? Should we have Let's a look see. at Yeah, it's DJ. Well, look Let's at Sade first because he's winning. All right. He got Barry I had Harrison to beat Garin. What the hell? Play. Really, really good selection, <laughs> that is. Well, uh, Karlovic. I had Karlovic going out first round. Oh, come on, mate. It's Evo. Really good. Isn't it to these. win? But who have they got to win all the way? John Isner all the way. John Isner versus who? Safe. Who's the other finalist, Ben? Herkaj. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I think that's a safe draw, to be honest. All the all the favourites, really. Yeah, not bad. Apart from Garen. I mean, Garen, Query is the next winner, but yeah, uh, I see where he Let's have a look at Davos. DJJ, 606. Okay. He's very happy. Joint top. And let's have a little look. So, how is he, how's he getting on? He called Harrison as well. Well done. <laughs> With this Garen. 
Maybe we just rated him too high. He had Andres Martin to beat Gallon Rivera's. Interesting selection. Um, Karlovic, I love that. He's got him there, but he's got Hercas to beat him. He's got the big foe as well, doing well. Oh, he's got the big foe. Oh, yeah. He's got him going all the way. Hercas oh, Go on. Manorino, much of a shot. Nah, I mean, let's have a look down there. They've got Corda going all the way through and then losing to TFO, though. Yeah, I've got that same bottom, to be fair. My bottom is exactly the same as his. So, I mean, Love I that. the fact that he's not doing too well against Bjorn Fathangelo, though, makes me think Corda could probably trouble TFO. Yeah, I, I really do think so, yeah. Mate, it's not it's tennis I mean, math. No, let's, let's, why are you dis, you're discounting Manorino there, mate. I don't think oh. we're going to see uh, Corda versus TFO. I reckon we'll see Corda Manorino. Mm, possible. What about Nori? Count Nori. I reckon Nori could beat Manorino. I'm not, mate. I've got Manorino to win. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Well, we'll have a look at my brackets in as I'm up there for a change. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go through the JG Express. Oh, oh Garen. Not red. <laughs> <laughs> the Garen. It's annoying when they go out early. It just, just and that destroys half the draw, doesn't it? So the top bit. That yeah. Kevin King, bit of a guess. I didn't know who the qualifier was. I was just expecting maybe a better You're qualifier. We don't want to know about your bottom, JG. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're saying, Garen, just a clay court player. We did say it, to be fair. Uh, it wasn't really right. We, we thought we had still enough to beat uh, beat, Harrison. Beat Van Brinker. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you've got Karlovic going. I was hoping you'd go Karlovic all the way. Then I would have been... I did have Karlovic to beat Garin now because Garin's not there. I could have had Gar uh, Karlovic in the final. That'd yeah. Exciting, would have been, mate. Would have been. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Last words of a fool. That's what they say in the song. But what can you do? That's, uh, well, that's that one done, I think, mate. That's all three sort of reviewed. We've sort of wrapped up the results uh, of the well tournament so far, did you? I don't know if you wanted to look through any of the uh, the Aussie stuff quickly, or uh, just I, do, mate. I wasn't sure if we was going to do it in another podcast to be honest because I feel like there's so much to cover. Well, they do three rounds of qualifying, remember, in the Australian Open, so and this is just the first round. There's going to be two more rounds of qualifying. We'll maybe we'll bring you a podcast to review the whole of the final round of qualifying so we can see who's actually yeah. the big surprises who have made it into the main draw, which hopefully there's some of the big names in the challenger tour that we talk about a lot that we can yeah really hype up getting into this tournament. So yeah, let's not talk about, I say that let's talk about two of them because there's two interesting players who we do follow a lot. We do a lot of podcasts on them. I think it's right that we do talk about them. That's Alcaraz and Mossetti. And um, it's good news for one, bad news for the other, because Lorenzo Massetti is out and Alcaraz is through. Um, well, I say through, through to the next, to the next round. I'll just bring up their matches then, if uh, if you want, if you don't want to look at all of them. There's this one here that I wanted to bring up. Uh, I was watching a little bit of it earlier. Really impressed. This guy, I don't really know anything about him. Hiji Carter from uh, Australia knocked out Chris Eubanks. Uh, not the boxer. Just the uh, the tennis player. <laughs> Not yeah, him, man. There he is at the bottom. He won six one. He started off a bit slow, a bit of a lapse in concentration, but after that, it was just phenomenal. And he played some really good stuff. The stream I was watching him on was a bit annoying because it was so dark. I don't know what was wrong with the camera. Somewhere but a bit crap. It was so dark, I couldn't really see the other side of the court. However, Alcaraz is through. I know everyone's happy. You've got Mary there. <laughs> Our boy Alcaraz is through. Yeah, really happy for that. I think that's amazing. However, he's not through to the Australian Open, but that's his big, his biggest win really of his career in terms of the biggest stage of a win. So I'm really happy for him. Yeah, it's really exciting. This one, I mean, well, he started sh shakily. It's always weird when they come up against somebody that they actually have like a bit of a past with as well. Like last year, he actually did play Philip Horansky twice within the space of a week, yeah, uh, which is yeah. <laughs> Yeah, on clay, but Horansky beat him the first time in straight sets, and then uh, I believe it was straight sets, and then Alcaraz beat him the week later. Just to like Scott, he's almost like a little computer worked out exactly what he did wrong and corrected it all within a week. So, sin, it's worked again. 
He's beaten yeah. them. Haransky, a good player as well. Yeah, and the one there. Just can you zoom in slightly, Ben? Just the Massetti one. Oops, probably uh, Van der Zanslup. That yeah. is a bit disappointing, but it's no really hard. Like I feel sorry for him. It's a really tough draw to be faced up against him when you first uh, qualifier. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty awful, really, for him. I feel I feel terrible because Van der Zanslup for me, he can beat probably. More or less, all of the players on that list. There, I think he's right. so, so good. He's such a solid player. Uh, we were speaking to Questler. A few of the players was it Questler? Was it? Yeah. I think it was Jesper de, de Jong as well. Was talking about him. Well, Questler beat, beat him in a three tie break final uh, in one of the tournaments that he won, one of the challenge events, and that's how good this uh, Van der Zandstrup is. He's getting to the final of challenger events. He's winning challenger events. He's really so good. Solid. Really, really good. And I, I just hope that that win's not in vain now and he can go all the way and qualify. Well, I hope so. You got some beep in your end. What's going on? Yeah, mate. I'm in the kitchen, so it's going to be disruptive. They're going to unload it. That's all right. Send send one of the Huskies over. Uh this one I was surprised about, actually, just to touch on it. I thought Marcora would have this one uh, sealed up because he's really good on the hard courts against uh, Carlos Taberna. Taberna shows he can play on the hard courts. He's not just a clay quarter. Actually managed to come back from breakdown in that second set as well. So then I think he was even maybe four love down in the second set. I don't know if that's exactly if that's correct. Maybe four one, four love. Came back. I thought Marcora was going to come back. No, Taberna through. Impressed. I actually am impressed by that. Maybe I kind of thought Taberna. <clears throat> hate to say it. I just really, I'm big Taberna fan. Yeah, uh, you'd expect Marcora. I think he was the favourite pre-match, but I just think Taberna's dangerous. It doesn't really matter. I know it's on hard, but he's still dangerous for me. This one, uh, this one, interesting. Only because this is going to be the person that Alcaraz is playing next, Karlovsky. And uh, he knocked out, uh, is that Facundo Mina? Clay Quarter? Yeah, mainly, yeah. Yeah, so Karlovsky, a young Russian player who uh, is very good on indoor hard court as well. So not seeing much of him on uh, on these outdoor hard courts, but I know that he's a very solid player. Uh, so... It's going to be a tough match, that, for Alcaraz, but I'm still thinking he might have the edge. What do you think? Alcaraz will beat him. <laughs> Confidence. Sorry to see. Oh, well, another person. Well, a few people just keep an eye on. Sad to see Ilya Marchenko out in the uh, first round of qualifying. Uh, he's up at a tough, tough draw, to be fair. Copper Jans is really good. But this guy... we. Want to keep on uh, speaking about him as well? Mind your neck, Ryan the neck. He made it through in straight sets, so well done to him. And uh, yeah, another exciting young player through to the next round as well. So, but I don't know if you want to touch on any others. Or oh yeah, uh, don't forget. We'll do it another time, mate. We can't go for all of these now. No, just just uh, we're just to give him a quick mention. Mark Andre Huesler made it through. Well done to him. Obviously, you just had him uh, on the podcast recently. Really nice guy. Really uh, hope he makes it into the main draw. And I think he has a really good chance in this tournament of getting there. Really uh, rooting for him. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, we've got the other qualifiers going on tomorrow and the day after. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a podcast probably rounding up all the Australian Open qualifiers and who actually managed to get through. And obviously, the big topic are these qualifiers now going to lose momentum going into the main draw, having such a big gap? It's never happened before. Um, is it an unfair advantage? Are they just grateful that they're able to play? Uh, you can look at it both sides. We'll have a look at that and see what you guys think. Um, yeah. If not, I think we'll wrap it up there. If, you're, so. if you like the video already, please give us a like. And if you're new to the podcast, subscribe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, see you on the next one. Indeed. Thank you very much, guys. It's great to have tennis back. We've got ATP, we've got WTA, and we'll keep you uh, posted on any of these live watch-alongs that we'll be doing. Probably going to be tournament finals on Wednesday, so we'll keep you posted. Just keep your eye or ear to the ground on uh, YouTube or on uh, social media. We'll be letting you know in the next couple of days. So, yeah, join us for that.
Yeah, hit the bell. I think it's probably the easiest way to find out when we're actually going yeah. live and doing things. But Wednesday, we'll be trying to do the live watch-alongs. Uh, but we'll see you before then, for sure. We'll do another roundup podcast for the finals before that and everything else. Okay, uh, so perfect. good brackets. And uh, we'll see you soon. Cheers, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.